Computers are live. Mixer is up. Levels are good. Equalizer is good. Ready channels one and two. Mic is live in three, two, one. Roll it. Welcome, listeners, to the My Practice My Business podcast, where we teach dentists and their teams how to reclaim forgotten profitability in dentistry with our clinical business of dentistry training. And now, the host of our show, the clinical director at My Practice My Business, Dr. Rob Thorup. Hello, podcast listeners. It's Dr. Rob with My Practice My Business. So glad to have you here today. Title of today is going to be Disney and Your Dental Practice. It's, this is going to be so fun, and I hope you enjoy this podcast as much as I just love producing it, especially anything that has to do with Disney, because it's no mystery with all the people who know me that I love Disney Corporation. Hopefully this year, my wife and I are going to be able to actually go out and attend uh, one of the Disney Institute's, uh, uh, kind of their overview program, and boy, do I highly recommend that you look at Disney Institute and look at some of the courses that they provide. Uh, I know so many uh, big group practices have sent their team members out to uh, attend these courses. Some of them are just a couple of days. Others are a full week. But I want you to know I grew up watching the wonderful world of Disney every Sunday at 6 p.m. We were, we'd always eat dinner on a TV tray in front of an RCA colored television. Hashtag, I was so blessed. <laughs> we teach in our clinical business of dentistry training the importance of giving our patients what we call the Disney experience. One of our Facebook reviews exemplifies what I'm talking about. They said, Dr. Rob and his staff are the best. They are all so friendly, do great work, provide a clean, welcoming environment, and are very educational. They truly care. And major bonus... My three-year-old loves going to the dentist because they are so great with her. I loved that review. Don't we wish all of our reviews could be perfect like that one? Receiving great reviews has everything to do with the thought leadership of your practice. And the thought leadership typically runs from the top down, Doc. This is why we emphasize thought leadership in our trainings and emphasize what I call the dizzy experience in our dental practices. Let's begin right there. The typical dental practice has to take a group of diverse dental professionals with little to no formal business experience and turn them into producers of oral health care. Think about that. And the only way to accomplish this is with your thought leadership, Doc. But what is thought leadership? Its definition is simple. It's your beliefs and values. The qualities and beliefs of a good thought leader are honesty, integrity, being able to inspire others with leading by example, commitment and passion, good communicators, decision-making capabilities, accountability, someone who delegates and empowers others and has a creative and innovative mind. We could define beliefs in several different ways, but there's an old saying, Show me your values, and I'll know your beliefs. So what are values? And values are the energetic drivers of our decisions and aspirations. Positive values, often referred to as virtues, 
enable us to live authentically and foster connectivity and contribute to the common good in our practices and our lives. Core values, core values would include commitment and caring, honesty, morality, respect, or simply things we would want to have in a healthcare provider, a spouse, a partner, right? So positive personal values would include accountability and integrity and trust. Like like that to positive organizational values, every practice should emulate, which would be teamwork, customer satisfaction, and financial stability. On the opposite side of those values, though, would be potentially limiting personal values, such as being liked or overly cautious or a control freak. (laughs) Potentially limiting organizational values would include bureaucracy, hierarchy, or desires for power. Now that I've got you focusing on your own personal values and belief systems and how they relate to your dental practice, I want to point out something so important. And that can sometimes offend those who are prideful. And that is, your practice is the star of the show. And you, doc, and office manager, and everyone else, and everything else is simply a supporting role. That's what I learned from Disney. The practice is the star. Everybody else is just a role. Behind the scenes of your practice, how you treat each other in the break room will end up in the reception area and operatories. Saying good morning and being kind to each other is picked up by your patients, and so is the opposite behavior. Oftentimes, I go into practice websites to get a better perspective on who their team members are. And when I click on the team button, guess what? I see nothing. (laughs) Believe me, your patients do the same. Show your team. Let the patients know who the people are that have the supporting role in your practice. At Disney, all of their companies have something that hangs above the doorways in their staff break rooms, and it says, you're on stage. What that means in the dental industry is putting on your best show for your patients, having uplifting music or video playing in your office, being ready for the day 30 minutes before the first patient arrives, If dental staffs are listening to this podcast, they are probably laughing about the doc right now. Being on time is something I've always struggled with, but I never stop trying. Being on stage is the only thing our patients really care about. Being on stage also means that you deliver your best dentistry constantly. They always are paying attention to detail. Is the office clean and inviting? Are team members clean? Do their clothes look good or are they covered in pet hair and wrinkles? Is there a friendly environment? Does my dental care get done right that first time? And here's a big one. Is the break room or backstage area clean and yet private? Remember, what happens in the back will almost always get translated to the front. And if there's one thing I've learned to do, it's this. Servant leadership. Doc, take care of your team. Collect garbage, clean rooms, vacuum the floor, dust. (laughs) Team, take care of your doc. When we take care of each other, the business thrives even more. Are you ready for the day? What do you do if equipment goes down? If you can't deliver on all fronts, can you deliver the best dentistry that you know how? 
What do your patients think when they hear someone say some systems are non-functional today? (laughs) If systems go down, maybe that day should become a training day. Guess what happened to Walt Disney at the World Fair in Chicago? He canceled the Abraham Lincoln presentation because it wasn't at an acceptable level to him. That's something to think about. Of course, I always look for golfing days. Any day I can cancel to maybe have work done in the office is definitely a golfing day. (laughs) I always ask seminar attendees what they think about our facility at my practice, my business, when they first walk in. Was it good show or was it bad show? Or something in between. They, the same can be asked about our practices as we are setting or resetting them up for success. Are we growing with the changes in dentistry or are we just keeping up with the status quo? There are four components to practice success. The first component to practice success is innovation. Thought leaders have to be forward-thinking and even comfortable with risk. Was I uncomfortable with my first CAD CAM crown or using rotary instruments with root canal therapy for the first time? Absolutely. However, technology is a moving target, you guys, and we need to be acting on those things that improve our revenues and give patients better oral health care. For me personally, I don't chase technology if it can't produce respectable return on investment. And new gizmos mean nothing if they don't produce a happy patient. So technology has to, be, has to have a great return on investment, and it's got to be something that benefits the patient. Those are my two litmus tests. The second component to practice success is organizational support. Leaders have to provide support that is overt, enthusiastic, and sustained. You could have the best technology, the most awesome business training, And it can all fail if everyone doesn't support it. And if they don't support it, then why? Why isn't it being supported? And if the reason is not founded in your values, that's a different conversation. Or maybe they are not a good fit for your practice. I always tell my team members when I first hire them, look, you're going to be here for 90 to 120 days. Not any set period of time, but roughly in that zone, we're going to have a meeting. And if you're happy here, you stay. And if you're not, then I want, I'll keep you here until you can find a new job. I would rather you work somewhere else and be happy than work here at Thorpe Dental or my practice, my business, and be miserable. That's a good conversation to have with people that you newly hire. That's a good conversation to have with your team on an annual basis. (laughs) The third component to practice success is continuing education, continuing their knowledge and skills. Dental team education and development is an indispensable component of dental office culture. Has to be. Training has to be simple enough to remember and implement across all areas of our offices. But most important, it has to be relevant. Dental conventions are oftentimes great events to take your team to, so take them. I have each of them, my team members, report on what they learned the following week. We'll have a big team meeting, and I see if there was anything that would be beneficial to our practice. If my team has notes and they've taken copious amounts of information and they've gotten maybe brochures or something like that, 
I'll bonus them a few dollars, maybe like a hundred bucks, just for being a good listener, a good note taker, and doing the right thing. The fourth component to practice success is making work fun and entertaining. Team education above has to be engaging, (laughs) has to be memorable, and fun. With the emphasis on fun. Boy, if we can't have fun in our practices, we are missing out on very crucial experiences in life, right? So are we making work creative and interesting or dull and boring? Is your team excited to work each day? Are you finding humor in dentistry? I'm actually laughing just asking that question. Thought leadership is probably one of the most important areas of practice success. If you want additional information on creating a Disney experience for your practice, there are some really good books I highly recommend. Go to Amazon or your local bookstore and check out the book Lessons from the Mouse by Dennis Snow. I love that one. Also, Disney U is a great read. Have all your team read both and discuss them often in in team meetings. They teach you all about customer service. And if you're providing exceptional customer service to your patients, you're going to be providing excellent teamwork for each other. It'll give you a whole new view on these customer relations and how to give exceptional customer service. Think about how you currently present needed treatment to your patients. If you're like most offices, you describe the treatment needed and send them home with a printout from your practice management software containing the all-impressive codes, descriptions, and fees. And if you're lucky, your software might even have patient verbiage (laughs) that is supposed to be patient-friendly, but it isn't. Remember, Connecting to the neocortex of the brain does not increase case acceptance. We have to connect to the limbic system of the brain by explaining why your diagnosed treatment is needed. And you need to have that connection to compete with corporate America. That's where my dental docs bridges the gap between diagnosis and case acceptance. If you want to give your patients a Disney experience, Sign up for My Dental Docs and print out the treatment documents which augment your software treatment planner. Those who use cloud-based dental software more fully understand what I'm saying. My Dental Docs is to, is to patient oral health care and customer service as Disney is to life. Okay? My, my dream is to take all the Disney University courses. I hope that it'll be your dream to at least take one or two. It truly is a privilege caring for those that we serve, and it's an honor serving our clients at My Practice, My Business. Thank you so much for tuning in to the My Practice, My Business podcast. You can find additional podcasts you may have missed that will help you with your dental practice at Apple iTunes Podcasts. And remember to become a subscriber to our podcast. Many of you have asked how to help support the My Practice, My Business podcast. If you have enjoyed the program and information you received today, the best way to help is to leave us a five-star review. Thanks again for allowing us to be a part of your day.